This is Strategically Planning the Road to Your Retirement with Tim Sullivan from Strategic Wealth Advisors Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tim provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Strategically Planning the Road to Your Retirement with Tim Sullivan. Hello, everybody. My name is Tim Sullivan. I am with Strategic Wealth Advisors Group and want to welcome to our show today. No show would be complete without our fearless radio guide and friend, Mr. Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing this morning? Oh, I'm great. Uh, thanks for having me on the show once again, Tim, and just excited uh, to be here. I've had a great week, spent a lot of time with my family, uh, took a vacation a couple of weeks ago, a few days off. was nice to spend more time with family. How about you? Have you been busy, Tim? Tony, same thing. Uh, very busy, but also taking time out to you know, enjoy the summer. We know how quick it goes. And, uh, oh, yeah. this past weekend I went up North to uh, a lake called Houghton Lake and I uh, had a great time. It's beautiful up there. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar with Houghton Lake. That is beautiful. Uh, that's really nice that you got to do that. Well, Tim, I know you have some great topic, uh, yes. for our strategically planning, uh, the road to our retirement today. Yeah. And we just want to thank, you know, all of our radio listeners for, uh, tuning in today. And uh, for those who are going to catch our broadcast later online or our podcast subscription through Google Play or, or even iTunes. But today we're going to be talking about living to age 100 and beyond uh, from vaccines to uh, seatbelts to defibrillators in, in restaurants. You know, humans are constantly finding new ways to stave off death. The result in that lifespans are, are getting longer with more Americans hitting triple digits than ever before. And even according to a report from the Centers for Disease Control, the number of Americans to hit 100 rose 43% from 2000 to 2014. Wow. But the potential for a long life also means considering a big question when putting together a financial plan. You know, what sort of resources are you going to need if you're among those people to experience this, you know, sort of longevity, as well as what kind of retirement plan, you know, can you get to age 100 and beyond? And uh, Tony, recently I was sitting with a client in Indianapolis and she told me that her grandfather who lived in Puerto Rico lived to 125. Oh my goodness. You're kidding me. That's crazy. Never had a car, walked everywhere, you know, wherever he had to go, he walked, but 125. Well, I suppose never driving or riding anywhere is one way to lengthen your <laughs> lifespan. Um, but wow, 125, I thought my grandfather is alive and doing well. Uh, in fact, he's going strong, his memory is sharp and he's still physically active and he's 97. That's great. But, uh, 125, that's amazing. I know. I mean, you know what, Tim, I like talking about living a long time. Obviously it's true. We're living longer and longer. Um, uh, but I don't think you're going to tell us you found the fountain of youth or anything. Uh, but what happens to our finances if we do live like 30 or 40 years in retirement? I mean, isn't one of the biggest fears uh, outliving our money? So what's the plan here? Well, Tony, as always, you know, it depends on, on that person. Today, you know, we're going to focus on six strategies uh, that are essential to uh, making your retirement income plan, you know, last to 100 and beyond. Uh, 
And I, whenever I sit down and put a plan together, that's the first thing we talk about is someone will say, Hey, I, you know, my parents only lived to this long or my grandparents. So longevity is not on my side. And I say, well, what if, <laughs> you know, what if you're on the other end of that spectrum and you do live a lot longer, you have to make right. sure that your finances are going to last that long. So strategy one, we're going to talk about planning on working longer. Yeah. Well, working longer, that doesn't sound as exciting as living longer though. It may not be exciting, but it is something we have to face or at least plan for. Let's say you start working at 25, stop at 65, and then live till 95. You know, that's 40 years in the workforce and 30 years in retirement. Do the math there. If it it works out to about 1.3 years working to support a year of retirement, and some are going to have a really hard time pulling that off. In other shows, we've talked about the lack of savings by many people approaching retirement. But, you know, they're, they're going to struggle to support themselves for 20 years, 30 years or more may not be in the cards, but continuing to work isn't as easy, you know, as just saying you want to continue to work today. Many people retire earlier than expected, you know, to not always by choice, yeah. you know, health issues, employment and, and employer changes, taking care of aging parents. There are many reasons people, you know, exit the workforce earlier than planned. Maintaining an income stream though, you know, that's going to require a different way of thinking about work, perhaps cycling um, in and out of the workforce, uh, carving out a part-time arrangement or consulting agreement with a former employer or having, you know, out of, uh, do it again, or hanging out a shingle of your own. You know, some ideas for part-time income for seniors in retirement also includes uh, becoming a tutor, a virtual customer service representative, a, a pet sitter even or, you know, even a blogger nowadays. In other words, it's going to take forethought and planning and living to 100 is not necessarily a big bonus of extra free time. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, So what you're telling us is we need to build that retirement income plan around the assumption that we are going to live a long time, right? Yes, Tony. You know, and when doing a retirement planning calculation, like the one we do with our compass report, one of the essential inputs is know, how long you think you'll live or more bluntly at what age do you think you're going to die? It isn't a a pleasant question to consider, but it's important, especially with your retirement plan. You know, your assumed life expectancy will have a significant impact on how much money the calculation will determine, you know, that you're going to need to invest each month right now in order to have enough to cover your expenses for the rest of your life. Then we got to factor in inflation and different things like that. But Life expectancy also drives our social security maximization strategy and uh, timing on, you know, when to take your social security benefit in order to maximize that income stream over your lifetime. If you choose a life expectancy of, let's say 80, the calculation will come up with a much smaller monthly investment amount than if you choose, let's say age 90. But then again, if you live longer than 80 years, you may run out of money. So what are you going to do? Unless you have serious medical condition or a family history of short lives, let's say you should assume you'll have, you're going to live longer. A good conservative plan is valuable. If you end up with more money than you need, you know, that'll be a far better problem than uh, ending up with a little, you know, very little money at the end. Yeah. So we may have to work a little longer. Uh, What's the next strategy? Well, Tony, strategy number two is going to be plan on working more purposefully, you know, but that doesn't mean it has to be a slog or, or drudgery. You know, according to Tim Maurer, author of Simple Money, a no-nonsense guide to personal finance, 
When given a choice between saving more aggressively to afford a long retirement or working longer, he's a fan of working longer. As long as you are working at something that you love, you know, that's going to be key. This is what younger generations are already expecting, especially the millennials nowadays. You know, people today are keenly interested in finding work that they enjoy and could do, you know, indefinitely. One popular author, Ron Blue, takes a look at retirement from a biblical perspective. Now, he claims there is no such thing as retirement. We never stop doing stuff. We may change what we do after a certain age, but we still contribute. He calls it rehirement. You know, this is very healthy, not just from a financial perspective, but from a medical one. The author proposes that we are not wired for endless retirement. We are wired to be doers. Medical professionals, you know, say that's better in terms of warding off dementia and Alzheimer's and other physical ailments as well. Yeah, staying active is key. Uh, My grandfather, who's 97 and mentally as sharp as ever, uh, that's what he said. He's never stopped uh, working and and doing things. And so uh, that's amazing. And not not work, work, but work that he loves. And he, he still works out on the farm and he builds things. So you got to keep the, the mental uh, wires uh, connected there and going. So unfortunately, we're out of time. We have to take a quick break uh, before we continue. Is there anything you want to add before the break? Yes, Tony. You know, while talking about living a long time feels good for everyone, you know, there are some practical issues you need to address to assure um, that you're going to have a retirement that you desire, you know, with those extra years, you know, whether you don't have a plan or, or want a second opinion on a plan you have in place with strategic wealth advisors group, you know, we're ready to work with you during this process, give you that second opinion and make sure you're on track. And if you're not on track, give you some suggestions, how to get back on track to get that retirement of your dreams. And for our radio listeners today, you know, we want you to call us at 586-203-2275 or visit our website at strategicwealthadvisorsgroup.com. The foundation to our retirement income toolkit is broken down into four sections, income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, and legacy planning. You know, as you use these tools, please remember that everyone could use a little help from a financial professional while planning their retirement. So give us a call at 586-203-2275. Shelby or Melissa will help you out, get that income uh, income planning toolkit to you, and schedule your complimentary consultation. Once again, 586-203-2275, or visit us at strategicwealthadvisorsgroup.com. All right, and listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back to continue this discussion with our host, Tim Sullivan, here on Strategically Planning, the road to your retirement. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Strategic Wealth Advisors Group, We created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called The Color of Money, which is located inside our Retirement Income Toolkit. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary Retirement Income Toolkit at strategicwealthadvisorsgroup.com or call us at 586-203-2275. 
Welcome back to Strategically Planning the Road to Your Retirement. My name is Tim Sullivan, and I am with Strategic Wealth Advisors Group. In the studio today, as always, is Tony Shore. And this week, we are talking about living to age 100 and beyond. In the first segment of the show, we began discussing some of the strategies you're going to need to consider when planning for a long life, including working longer as well as, well as working more purposefully. Yeah, it was a great first segment. I have to laugh there in the intro to this segment, uh, the title of the show, uh, Living to Age 100 and Beyond. I like how you added the Buzz Lightyear effect from Toy Story in there. That's good. Uh, now, thanks for that recap. Tim, what is the third strategy on this journey toward living to age 100? Tony, that's going to be to know your employer benefits. Well, you know, While we're on the subject of work, it also is important to consider how much and how quickly the working world is morphing around us. The idea of working at one company or industry and, and staying there a long time, that's you know becoming more rare and, and, and pretty much over. The trend is that people are going to have not just more jobs, but also different types of jobs as well as employer relationships. Well, yeah, employer retirement plans have changed quite a bit in the last 20 or 30 years, haven't they? They sure have. You know, the days of working for a single employer for your entire working career and receiving the gold watch at your retirement party, let's say, and getting a pension for life, those are gone, you know, or at least nearly gone. Even if you happen to work for an employer that still offers a pension, there's still significant decisions to be made at retirement time. You know, is there a survivor benefit provision and which one should you choose? Should you take the pension or should you take the lump sum if, if that's available to you? You know, how solid and, and well-funded is the employer pension plan? That's a big question there. And when you're working for a traditional employer, particularly a large one, chances are you'll have a 401k or other work-based retirement plan, perhaps with an employer match, hopefully. And when you're an independent contractor, the onus is on you to uh, support your own retirement account, perhaps even a, a SEP IRA. As you cycle in and out of different work scenarios, it's up to you to keep tabs on whether you're saving enough when it comes towards retirement, whether your assets are all in your, your plans combined or, or are appropriately allocated and, and how you're progressing towards your goals. You know, if this isn't something that you feel comfortable doing yourself, a yearly physical um, with a financial advisor could help quite a bit. And we see from time to time, actually more often than not, that people have two, three, four, maybe even five 401ks from former plans that are just sitting there. Mm. Well, and I know that working with a financial advisor is a great idea to help with this, but as some of our listeners out there might be skeptical. So Tim, how do we know that fi you know hiring a financial advisor like yourself is going to be worth the money? Yeah, Tony, one of the most common questions I hear as a financial advisor is, why on earth should I hire you when I can manage my own money? You know, I have a 401k and if I want to make other investments, there's a ton of information and advice available on the internet. I totally understand the question. You know, Vanguard, one of the world's largest investment companies, they've been examining this question for 15 years. And based on research, analysis, and testing, Vanguard has concluded that, yes, there is a quantifiable increase in return from working with a financial advisor. Vanguard calls this advantage the advisor's alpha. When certain best practices are followed, the result can be an alpha in the 3% per year range. A separate study by Russell Investments, a large money management firm, came to a similar conclusion. 
Russell estimates a good financial advisor can increase investor returns by 3.75%. Right. And that's, that's impressive research right there, but I'm sure there are still a lot of people out there that are diehard do-it-yourselfers, right? You're exactly right. And not everyone wants or, or even needs a financial advisor. You know, about one quarter of private investors are truly self-directed, according to Vanguard. These people truly enjoy investing. And if you enjoy investing, there's nothing wrong with doing it yourself. You know, they follow the markets and enjoy creating and doing financial projections. Perhaps most importantly, these investors have a level of discipline that prevents their emotions from interfering with their long-term investment strategy. Given that three quarters of us aren't self-directed when it comes to money, it's good to know that there's help available that can really pay off in the right circumstances. And Vanguard says there, there are several ways in which a financial advisor can add value to your investments as well as your investment efforts. You know, among these benefits are guidance on developing an overall investment strategy, asset allocation, uh, minimizing taxes, rebalancing, and how to structure time withdrawals from your retirement accounts, let's say. Each of these services can incrementally boost a client's returns, sometimes steadily, you know, sometimes sporadically, but the single biggest way a financial advisor can add value, up to 1.5% per year of increased annual returns, you know, is through something called behavioral coaching. As every good poker player knows, scared money doesn't make money. The best financial advisors are able to keep their clients' fears and emotions in check by providing steady, fact-based advice and reassurance when the markets get wobbly or crazy, kind of like they are not right now. The Russell study also identified this as the single largest benefit of working with a financial advisor. I can't emphasize enough the importance of this function. A Vanguard study of more than 58,000 self-directed IRAs showed that investors who made a material change to their strategy even once in the five-year period from 2008 through 2012 suffered an 8% plus hit to performance. A Morningstar study showed that investors often receive far lower returns than the very funds that they invest in. The reason for this is that they run to funds after they have done well and ditch other funds right before they take mm. off. In other words, they sell low and buy high. An advisor can prevent such counterproductive behaviors. Yeah, yeah, just emotional investing and crazy investing. And I've heard that stat before. You've told me, Tim, that uh, the majority of people out there do end up buying high and selling low, which is totally counterproductive sure. and counterintuitive. So. Uh, so what you're saying makes sense. Now, what's the next strategy toward living to 100? So strategy four, I would say, is save as much as you can when you can. And I know that sounds common. You know, it sounds like Captain Obvious here. But, you know, by now you're likely very familiar with the common advice to save 15% of your income every single year to fund your retirement needs. That amount can include matching dollars, hopefully. But what happens you have an unexpected medical bill or, or both of your kids get into their uh, very expensive dream college, let's say, uh, saving as much as you can when you can, particularly in, in your younger years, when saving is somewhat easier. In those years when you're less likely to be shelling out big child-related expenses, you know, consider stretching that amount to maybe 20%. A double income, no children household 
That's the time when ramping up the savings can have a long-term significant benefit. You can pull back the savings rate, you know, when you're, when you've got kids around gobbling up your, your hard earned dollars, but you know, be sure to jack it back up once they, the, the nest is empty again, I would say. Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, I, I like that because I have three kids of my own and, uh, one's in college now and, oh, they get expensive. So sure do. Yeah. So I find that interesting. And so these strategies are great. I mean, you, you, the first one was working longer than working more purposefully, knowing your employer benefits, if they have anything that can help you in retirement. And then, of course, you just talked about saving as much as we can. Um, what's the next strategy on this road to age 100? This is where the fountain of youth comes in. Strategy <laughs> five, I would say, is invest in your health. You know, according ah, yes. to... Fidelity Investments, 2017 uh, retire healthcare cost estimate. A 65-year-old couple should plan on spending $275,000 in unreimbursed healthcare over their lifetime. Wow. Yeah, that's a figure that doesn't include long-term care and nursing home costs. That's a 6% jump from the 2016 number. Wow. I know. The, the increase largely attributable to higher Medicare premiums co-pays, uh, deductibles, and, and prescription drug costs. Uh, other studies we have seen put the out-of-pocket costs as high as about 400000 So you know, oh. anywhere, anywhere from 275000 to $400,000. Now, that's a big reason why investing in your health is one of the pillars of a retirement plan that's built to go the distance. One way to invest in your health is by making a regular contribution to a health savings account if you're eligible for one. Another is to ensure you're, you're, you stay healthy. You know, chronic diseases, for the record, account for 84% of healthcare expenditures. That's a lot of money to be able to plow back in your retirement plan if you stay healthy. And you got a lot of things like you know, diabetes or, or higher blood pressure, higher cholesterol, whatever that is. Some of that can be avoided by staying healthy. And I know, yeah. Tony, I, I hear this all the time. I hear it from my own family. You know, but to buy organic is, it costs me a lot more. Well, I'd rather pay a little bit extra for, for better, who, uh, better food or better food choices than to have to pay all the cost of this medicine that we're taking yeah. as we get older, right? Well, yeah, definitely. Your health is so important. And now, Tim, we've covered a lot of great information today. And if my math is correct, you have one more strategy for us to live to age 100 and beyond. What is that? Here it is, Tony. Strategy six, hope for the best, ensure for the worst. <laughs> Hope is a wonderful thing, you know, but it's not a financial strategy. We know that. It helps to be aware of your options for paying for at home or, or nursing long-term care should it become necessary in, in the future. Traditional long-term care insurance is one option, but it's both pricey and, and harder to qualify for once you pass your 50s or even into your 60s. The long-term care insurance market has been under a lot of financial stress lately, due to companies underestimating the amount of benefits they would have to pay under these policies. Only a handful of companies now offer policies to new clients where there were hundreds of companies only a few years ago. You know, many current policyholders have been seeing large premium increases, forcing them to either reduce the benefits uh, to keep their premiums affordable or even canceling their policy because it no longer fits into the retirement budget. We see that happen a lot. There are two less expensive, newer options to consider though. A deferred annuity, also sometimes referred to as 
longevity insurance that you purchase in your 50s or 60s, but don't draw on or, or use until later years. The money has so much time to grow that the benefit can be very significant in the future. Or a hybrid life insurance policy where the death benefit can be drawn upon to pay for long-term care if you need it. So talk to us about these options. You know, they're both worth considering in your overall financial plan. Wow. Well, you went over some great strategies uh, to, to utilize uh, if we're living longer, which more and more people are. I can't believe the number of people living to 100. It used to be a very rare thing, and now it seems almost commonplace. Unfortunately, our time is up for this week's show. Tim, is there anything else you want to share with us before we have to go today? Well, Tony, as usual, you know, we're hoping that you got something out of this show. You know, that's the reason why we do this show is to educate you on, on, on what's available to you and, and, and also get you to start thinking about what some possible options are and making sure you're on the right track. So what we want you to do today is give us a call. We'll be glad to offer you that complimentary income planning toolkit all you have to do is is ask for it when you call at 586-203-2275. Ask for Shelby or Melissa. And like I said, we'll be glad to set you up with that income planning toolkit. Visit us at strategicwealthadvisorsgroup.com. And we look forward to uh, talk, working with you, uh, answer any questions that you have. And we look forward to you turning into next week's show to hear what our new topic is going to be. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Strategically Planning the Road to Your Retirement with our amazing host, Tim Sullivan. Thank you for listening to Strategically Planning the Road to Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tim Sullivan at Strategic Wealth Advisors Group. Call 586-203-2275 or visit strategicwealthadvisorsgroup.com. Tim Sullivan and Strategic Wealth Advisors Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Strategic Wealth Advisors Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Strategic Insurance Group, Inc., Strategic Wealth Advisors Group, Inc., and Strategic Insurance Group, Inc. are affiliated companies. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representation can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.